0: I'm wrestling, do not weak for me. Celebrate what I am. Celebrate what I have been. Celebrate what I represent. And celebrate the many ways I have impacted your life. I will survive this test as I have survived others. I am forever etched into the very fiber of all mankind. The world needs me. Time is on my side. History guarantees me. I am wrestling. Do not wait for me.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Ben Askren, your host of the T. Rowan Funky Show. You are listening to episode number 46, as always, with my main man, Tommy Rowlands, And as always, brought to you by Defense Soap, Defend What You Have Built. Tommy, what's going on in Ohio? I think that maybe the World Series is there tonight or something. I I don't know.
0: Cleveland Indians are up two to nothing, Ben, as we speak. I am gonna be behind home plate tomorrow with uh Are you with, serious? With the customer. Yeah, man. I'm I'm going to the game. I'm excited.
1: You're gonna be and, behind home plate.
0: I mean probably not front row behind home plate, but the guy who got the tickets for us said they're behind home plate, so Okay. So do anyway,
1: you, you did I don't know if you by any chance Do you see the prices on the uh, tickets at Wrigley Field? It was like, Game Six when they were up three two.
0: I know that some guy were, purchased. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: Insane.
0: Some yeah. guy just he purchased four um, tickets front row behind the dugout for Game Seven and Wrigley for ninety eight grand. Oh now, could could you imagine being the guy who sold the tickets? Like, man, I hope they make Game Seven. You know. Yeah.
1: That would be – yeah, because why would you buy it before it could get there, right?
0: Well, I think he's like pledged it or something, so he only has to pay if it gets to that point. Oh, oh
1: okay. Maybe he hedges a bet, so you know, he buys them a little cheaper, but it's a guaranteed money or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Who the huh. heck?
1: Well, you know, I'll tell you, I, I am not really a baseball – I'm moderately a baseball fan. The Brewers, What about the Brewers, they're man? They're always freaking terrible. It's annoying. <laughs> they suck. So So frustrating. But I, I will tell you, though, um, I, I, I'm i not a Cubs fan. Never been a Cubs fan. Never cheered for the Cubs one time. But when I saw them win game game six and they went to the World Series for the first time since 1945, um, I, you know, I Special I place in your heart? Yeah. You know, I got some goosebumps. I thought, wow, that's pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool. You know, it, the other thing is you, you heard of this Theo Epstein guy, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's like the, the 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 greatest mind in sports. He somehow resurrected the Red Sox and yep. and got them to a World Series title in a million years, and now he's doing it with on the verge of doing it with Chicago. So that's pretty uh,
1: impressive, huh?
0: Yeah, he's the man. He's so, the man. So it was
1: it was the same guy at both places. So same the
0: same guy. I mean, if he pulls this off, which I hope he doesn't this year. I mean, pretty amazing, right?
1: That um, I would say that's incredibly amazing. I sure. mean, resurrected the two franchises that had the curse on him. He's like the curse breaker. Maybe he <laughs> even, he's got some witchcraft or something. Yeah, baby. Wow, the curse like,
0: breaker. What else you got for me? What's cooking up there? How's well, how's, how's club season going?
1: If we actually were hosting the preseason state this weekend. Let, let me tell you real quick before we have, before he calls in. So we got Kerry Regner on. He's the coach at Williams Baptist College. And, you know, we always we always talk about kind of building the sport or growing the sport or think, kind of thinking outside the box. You know, we've talked about that on our show um, just constantly in the last year. Mm-hmm. And so what Kerry did is very interesting. He proposed um, – so his college had men's folk style wrestling. And he proposed they had women's and that they had a Greco program. And he convinced them to do both, which – in my mind, is impressive because obviously the women's, then the, you know, the tel Nine issue, that's fantastic. But then the Greco, I mean, literally, there's no other college in America that's Greco, uh, and so you know, he's kind of a you know a pioneer here. He's the first guy to do it, and I think obviously this could lead to um, this could lead to more colleges adding Greco down the road. Uh, and, and to kind of go further on that, I talked to a guy named Greg Hatcher, who's he's been one of the guys that's helping the programs get added in Arkansas, the folk style. And, you know, he says they're going to small, enrollment-driven universities who uh, will have real benefit by getting 40 more kids on campus, and these programs are just adding like crazy. I want to say they added between Arkansas and Kansas, it's something like 20 programs in the last eight years, or something crazy, you know?
0: Well, if you think about it, just from the economics, Ben, just as a business person, if you go to a school where, let's say it's... 35,000. Do you think that's the average cost to go to a school where, you know, 35,000 a year? You think that's what the average?
1: I think it depends on whether it's a state school or a private, but I I would say a private college. uh, I think you're talking, yeah, $30,000 a year.
0: Got it. So let's take 30 grand and let's say you want to field a roster. uh, What's the average roster size? 34 guys? 35?
1: Yeah, somewhere in there.
0: All right. So we'll take 35 guys times 30,000 bucks. You got a million. And fifty thousand dollars in tuition, room, board, books, everything collected. If you field a team, so you've got a million and fifty going into the school. It doesn't cost a million bucks to run a wrestling team. No, you can, you can not, hire not you, even close. You can hire coaches. You can freaking refurbish a basement and put some wrestling mats in. You can get a nice little travel budget. Heck, you could even offer you know a half a scholarship or two, and. Yeah. And so you're, it's a business initiative. I want to get 35 more bodies into the school because I already have enough teachers. I'm already taking up all the, I have ex, uh, excess capacity in the classroom size. I have the capacity to field more students and not add more cost. If I start a wrestling team, I'm going to get another million dollars in tuition and my cost to run that team is three or four hundred thousand dollars. Bing not bang. even
1: Tommy. Not, I think yeah, you're exaggerating. Exactly,
0: yeah. So, bing, bang, boom, I got $700,000 to the bottom of my school, and I'm a businessman. Yeah,
1: and, I, and now you're saying, well, with Carey, in Carrie's case, he added folk style, women's freestyle, and Greco-Roman wrestling. So, they, you know, they could draw possibly 100 students. No doubt. 100 students at 30,000, that's that's $3 million a year. Um, and, and you got to believe that the facilities are going to be the same between all three teams. They're just going to have to rotate practice times. No doubt. And then— really you know you i don't know that they will share coaches i, I guess that's something we can ask carrie but i would venture to guess that they can kind of share coaches here um, let's t- let's take extent.
0: it let's take it a step further too if you have a wrestling team that finds success oh, or develop call, he's calling in Hold oh, on. oh okay okay all right hold on give me a sec
1: all right tommy uh carrie's calling in here so let's get him on the line and um get his thoughts on everything we're talking about here carrie what's going on man
2: Hey, thanks for having me on, guys.
1: Yeah, so Tommy and I were just, uh, you know, we, we I kind of told him about your situation and what you did, and we were discussing kind of the business aspect of this from a small college perspective and, and how much getting more students on campus provides these small colleges.
2: Yeah, um, we're an enrollment-driven school. So um, every year, uh, schools like us, not just us, but schools like us are looking Four uh, ways on how to get how to get your uh, more students on campus. I mean, it's that simple.
1: So I, I look back through. Um, <clears throat> I looked back through your profile, and I I, I didn't know you spent that many. Time. I remember you on the Greco circuit, but you spent uh, I believe five or six years at the USOAC in Northern Michigan, which up until now was the only Greco program post high school for kids to go to in the United States. Um, obviously, you guys now will become number two. So, I guess, is that is that going there? Is that where your idea to start a Greco program, I believe was Baptist, came from, or where did it come from?
2: Yeah, well, let me correct you. I was there for a whopping seven years. Seven? Oh, <laughs> Seven yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, super-duper senior. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was kind of, I mean, through experiences is what I learned. Um, through experiences, um, I, you know, I got, I, I, uh, accepted the position here, and I think December of thirteen moved here in January of fourteen, and um, you know I I could tell that the number one aspect of getting the wrestling team going was getting kids on campus, getting kids on your roster, and I'm <clears throat> always you know Greco is a huge passion of mine, and so I don't I don't remember when it actually hit. But it, it came to light, and I was just like, we could we can do a Greco thing with the Northern Michigan model. Um, the idea now, you know, I, I hear people, you know, trying to do part time Greco or, and stuff like and I just don't see that being successful unless you have the most elite uh, folk stylers. Um, sure. You know, you look at like Brad Varing, um, Joe Warren um matt linland they were able to have very very successful folk style uh careers and then transfer into greco i i tend to think that you need to really just focus on one i am all for like wrestling and doing all sorts of sports i grew up playing uh, multi multi sports i'm all for wrestling all three styles um, in fact, you know, I was a, I was an angry fish. So this is a the second there angry fish. It's <laughs> a second angry fish on the uh, in a row you got going on. So it's cool ah, to hear Storny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I didn't even know Storny. I for, forgot that he was an angry fish. Yeah, he was kind of adopted. I mean, I'm from the Pittsburgh area. <laughs> adopted. But there you go. Storny would come in like the whole summer and and mostly I think live with the Herberts. And yeah, I mean, it, it was a cool experience. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I heard. Storney's, you know, outtake on a lot of things, and I mean, he made a lot of sense, and his creativity, uh, creative thinking, um, is kind of up my alley too. And so, I don't know, maybe, maybe we were just uh, trained that way. I'm not sure. Br- so. Brinzer got in your head. <laughs> I do call, <laughs> I do call Ray uh, occasionally, uh, probably more than occasionally, and just pick his brain. Um, sure. Some of it's. I'm on sure coaching. we should have him
0: on the
1: show, Ben.
2: Oh yes, you should. Okay. He's an interesting
1: fellow, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, let me ask you this, Kerry. Um, Tommy, I don't mean to be hogging all the airtime, but I got some questions. You're just really
0: here. hogging, man. <laughs> I it's got, unbelievable. I got some
1: questions here.
0: <laughs> all right, go yeah. ahead.
1: So, Kerry, uh, I'm going to be just completely frank and honest with you here. Um, you know, we kind of almost discourage our kids from wrestling Greco in high school at NAWA, and the reason is... Uh, because our mission is to send kids to college and there's just not college opportunities in Greco wrestling as we kind of discussed. So, and, and I'll tell you, Wisconsin loves Greco. So you, if you want to recruit Greco wrestlers, you need to come up here. Uh, yeah. Not my kids, but the rest. But do you think this is something that can become more widespread where maybe in a decade, there could be a dozen or 20 college Greco programs, something that's more viable for a high school kid who wants to go to college, continue wrestling, but do it in Greco instead of folk style.
2: Yeah, you—that's it, it, the hope and and plan to to grow it. Um, I think no better way to grow it is to have this one succeed with flying colors, and then you know the leaders of Greco in our country can say, "Look at Williams Baptist College. Look what they were able to do." We can, we can help you replicate this idea. I know that our school would be excited about that too because then you can kind of more create a better schedule where, you know, we don't necessarily have to fly to New York Athletic Club tournament or, you know, look for, I mean, the, the tournaments are scarce. They yeah, really are. For sure they really are so so
1: is that is that has your college given you a budget to go to those type of tournaments?
2: obviously you can't go wrestle dual meets against anybody well you right <laughs> um, um well we we came up with a budget proposal a lot of it is going to depend on numbers okay so if our numbers work out our budget proposal will work out now at the same breath you know I remember being 18 years old or a freshman in college, and I, as a freshman in college, I was not ready to go to the New York Athletic Club tournament. I was not ready to sure. go to the Dave Schultz tournament. But they will – we we have come um, up with a conclusion that they will allow um, – they will, allow, they will um, fund six approved domestic tournaments. Wow.
0: Okay. Wow. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. So like the big – the downside of the USOEC um, is they don't they you're either sponsored or you're not. Yeah. So like we uh, a lot of us we had pretty good you know uh, scholarships there, but a lot of us were were racking up. Um, we're racking up uh, credit card bills, and those are worse than those. Were, those are far worse than student loans. I <laughs> <laughs> so I remember. Uh, I remember um, my dad calling me and, and saying, "Hey, you know, um, if you want to go on this trip, you're gonna have to take out a uh, another student loan." And you know, at the time, uh, I was just like, "Yeah, okay, well." tell me where to sign. Let's, let's go. Yeah. You know? So I think I was, it was my freshman year actually. And I was a walk on at that point, but then uh, I was going out to uh, the Olympic training center for over spring break. So I think it was like a 10 day trip and yeah. I needed flights and, and, and cost of, yep. of staying out there. So, right. Uh,
1: so how, are you guys able to provide scholarships for the Greco? I guess, cause that's obviously not regulated by any organization. So you, Technically, you can provide as many as you want, right?
2: <clears throat> Technically, yes. Technically, yes.
0: Um, but that that kind of takes away from the the revenue driving initiative to increase enrollment, right?
2: Well, yes, but there will be scholarships to be had.
1: But I guess Tommy, though, if your college is say thirty thousand, I don't know what the tuition at williams Baptist is. Tu-
2: well, tu- let me let me you let me, know, pra- you know. tuition sixteen two. Yeah. And it's 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 froze this uh this upcoming year so it's going to be 162 next year. Out the door, room and board, everything is $25,000. So so
1: tell me if you're talking 25,
0: right? How and- big your how big your roster, coach?
2: Well, I right now 32 um,
0: 25,000 times 32, so wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. But, Okay, go ahead, sorry.
0: <laughs> so you're- the school's collecting a nice little mint there.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, there there are scholarships. I mean, guys are on like everybody's on scholarships of some. That's sort, awesome. Of some so, sort. So, so not
0: only is the school getting what they need, but these kids that you're recruiting to come to your school are getting a good deal on a good education.
2: Exactly. That's yeah, awesome. We, yeah, we're one of the most affordable private college uh, private colleges in the country. Um, it's 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 a very family oriented. Atmosphere. Um, I'm actually walking around our um, uh, wrestling center right now because I live 300 yards from my wrestling room. So right. it, I have a I have a one year old, so this was a good place to come, kind of make sure there wasn't any distractions. That's Dang. awesome.
1: That is nice. So I guess Tommy, what I think you know what, with the scholarships, what's going on there is that. It, so if it costs um, say twenty five thousand, like you said, and you know, you can offer a kid say a twenty five percent scholarship and make his make his college uh, affordable for him. Now he can come, whereas maybe he's looking at the twenty five price sticker. He's saying, no, I just I can't do that." And then obviously the university is still collecting a good, a good portion of that money, um, and they're enabling a lot of these kids. Am I, am I right or wrong here, Carrie? No, I, you, yeah,
2: you're 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 on the right track. Yeah, okay. you're very much on the right track. And there's a lot of things, you know. Um, there's grants to be, you know, to be had in Arkansas. There's the Arkansas challenge scholarship. Um, now, um, and then, you know, you've got your Pell grants, your grants, um, your loans that, that are going to help, you know, the bottom dollar for, the bottom line, um, number figure for, for every student, you know, help them, you know, get by each, yeah. each year and, and pay for school. So.
1: For sure, for sure. And uh, I was trying to tell Tommy the number earlier, but how many colleges have been added in Arkansas in the last handful? Of years? It's, a, it's a big number, right? Six. In the last how many years?
2: Ah, uh, that's a good question. I would say maybe six. I don't, six don't know. In the last six. One a year. I think. I think Washita. I don't think they. I don't know who was first. Um, but Kevin Ward. I'm sure you guys are familiar yep, with Kevin. He's at the Army. Now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He. He like set the bar super high. He came in, uh, with, in four years and they took a home a team trophy. That, that, I, or the, was it, was that his third? I think it was his fourth year. His fourth year, he took a team trophy home and was coach of the year and, uh, then, then moved to West Point. So, but I got to know him, uh, while he was down here, uh, picked his, picked his brain as much as I possibly could. Um, yeah, he set the bar pretty high for, for us so pretty outstanding stuff yeah
1: um tommy i got one more question if you if you uh if you don't have any
0: no i i yeah i'm enjoying yours ben you're just you know taking all the air out of the room so i really have no choice
1: (laughs) Ah, man you're (laughs) killing me you kill me um so carrie i do is there is there a number two is there someone else you've been talking with um that that may be considering the same idea adding a greco program um, is there someone else you're looking to, someone else you're talking to about doing this model?
2: I mean, um, people have started contacting me and I'm um, um, about it. I would like everyone to get behind this one first. Like, give me, give me a minute. Like, you know, it's, sure. uh, we just got announced last week. Give me till about August. Like I said, there's no better way to market a good idea than with a success story. Yeah, if, sure. if 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 we rush as a country and as as greco if they if we rush and try to like seize the opportunity and then realize that there are not as many interested greco athletes like you know let's say all of a sudden you know five popped up and then each program had yeah. 10 that's not going to help the enrollment driven school sure sure you you gotta get those rosters sizes up. So I say take it one step at a time. We're already at hundred percent better than we were two weeks ago. So that's a great number to be like, hey, we are we're going to put more people in foundational Greco training. And there's a lot of kids out there. Actually, there's a kid from Memphis who's come up and trained with us a few times. He 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 took he won Fargo and juniors. Thanks. and And took second in the state in Tennessee, so you can tell clearly not to knock Tennessee as a state, but you can tell that Greco is his niche yeah there, yeah, there yeah. are there are guys out there uh, like myself, like Andy Bezek, like you know what you 've seen the story, what Yvonne did with the u s o e c who are just flat out better at Greco, yeah. They really are, and that's what we hope to capitalize on. We want, we want to find those who not only have a passion for it, but they're just better at it. I mean, it's like trying to make a shooting guard a, a center. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah, I
1: mean, we Tom, Carrie, we have those in Wisconsin like crazy. I mean, two Olympians this year. Ben Provisor, um, he, he, you know, he never won a state title in Wisconsin, and obviously now he's made two Olympic teams, then Jesse Thilke, Obviously, yeah. He had a really rough year uh, with the Badgers yeah. his first year in folkstyle, and then you know just transitioned seamlessly. Hey, like your to your point, yeah, those guys are just better at Greco. That's what they do. And I think we have a you know we have a handful of those up in Wisconsin. So I, I don't know that you'd be you know you might want to come check out uh, the All American list from Wisconsin and start contacting some of these guys because they they are super passionate about Greco yeah. wrestling.
0: Kerry, well, so how do you how do you how do you um. So when you you're trying to build this program up, you've started it from nothing. I'm yes. assuming you have you know some support, whether it be emotional, financial, whatever it might be, from <laughs> USA Wrestling, and you know everyone's cheering for you here to make this work. But my question is, how do you look to what type of kid are you trying to identify? You know, to convince him to move to Arkansas? Is it that kid that where you know like like you guys are explaining where Greco's? Not, is the niche and they're not necessarily um you know cutting edge recruits or are you leaning on you know the US national team coaches to help you identify people I mean are you on your own map or like what what what's your process
2: We will take all the help that we can get mm-hmm. Now in saying that I'm I'm not going to be the head coach um, we, our next step is in that there's a job application the job is open. We are accepting applications to someone who's interested in doing it. The reason why I'm not doing it is because I started this program three years ago, our, our folk style team, and I you know put my blood, sweat and tears into it. I love my guys. We're doing very, very well. I think our, I mean, not that rankings mean anything, but our preseason ranking were fifth in three years. Nice, nice. We have ten juniors ranked in the country. Um, so, you know, like, I, I, I have a hard time just handing over, like, three years of labor and just being like here here you yeah, go so you, my hope is to bring in to bring in um a, a high level greco mind who's ready to like make anything when you build something from the ground up it, you take so much more identity into it like when we started our program our mats came in late and so we i i we put them up we literally put them up we didn't order them to be put up, we put them up. And, and the guys like took identity. I heard like one of the guys say like, we built this and it kind of like stuck. That was, I mean, that was kind of some sort of the mantra. And when you, when you have an identity of like, Hey, I built this, like, look what I did, you know, kind of like, you're like, four years old and you're building a castle in the sand with your mom no doubt um and that's what we're looking for someone who's just innovative who's excited who's hungry and just saying like hey we're the first private privately private college who's starting a greco team look what we're doing and we're about the we're going to take over the world and we're going to we're going to make huge huge waves if you don't think if anyone out there doesn't think that we won't be putting Guys on the world team with the proper training, they're crazy. Spencer Mango, you know, he, he he's from St. Louis. He was going to go. I don't. I forget where he was going to go to, like Meatball State. You know, Andy Bezek. <laughs> Andy Bezek was he was committed to a Division two team. And there are guys, you know, with the proper training that you can make into high high level Greco guys. And now that we're starting, you know, at eighteen and not twenty three. I mean, this is going to make a world a world of a difference. We're going to give competition to not only NMU, but also to all the senior levels, and competition breeds success. That's, I mean, period. No doubt about it. I, I agree 100%. Uh,
1: well, this has been enlightening. Uh, I guess, Kerry, you got anything else for us? Otherwise, we'll let you go. And, and tell people where they can connect with you, whether it's by <laughs> any the Greco program, or maybe whether it's about coming to wrestle Greco for you.
2: Yeah, um we uh were uh obviously we have a website our our athletic website is wbc eagles.com and we already you know if you click sports there's already a greco-roman tab um you can find my email under the regu- the normal wrestling one and i will be handling all you know greco recruiting until um we hire somebody um which i've already got quite a few emails quite a few very very promising emails from some elite high school wrestlers and even international ones and that's the beauty we can bring in international wrestlers which looks good for the sport which looks good for our school i mean we're always you know you know, talking the OTC is always trying to bring in international athletes to to the Greco for Ooh, the Greco. Oh, that,
1: that's an interesting take too, right there.
2: And so, yeah, I mean, like um, I I have um, some contacts that we're already working on on getting some internationals, and we have some kids who are you know European placers and stuff that are that are in, very interested um so yes uh get on our website also we're very active on facebook twitter instagram you talked about uh branding i think you guys did uh, a couple weeks ago and and active pages we're very we're very active very creative You should check out our intro video for our folk style team this year and last year um it was pretty good on the website or on twitter or Uh, on everything instagram we're pretty active facebook we're really active twitter twitter we're active too i would say that's um our least active just i don't know just probably habit but Instagram's where it's at right now in my opinion with 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 kids and stuff they like pictures and short videos so (laughs) Uh uh-oh
0: that's the end of our society
2: and
0: and orange slices and yes sons yes
1: well well, all right carrie we appreciate your time thanks for coming on and best of luck I, i hope you're doing great things down there
2: Thank you very much for having me on. Very much appreciate it. Good luck, Kerry.
0: Thanks for hey. coming on.
2: Yep. Thank you. Take care. See ya.
0: I gotta have the next guest on, Ben. You're just killing you're Taking well, all the questions from me.
1: Tommy, I got I got one for us ne- next week, or you know, whenever. Uh, just kind of in the same vein as these last two guys that kind of think outside the box and make shit happen. And, and it's it's Pat Popolizio's brother Frank, who's up in New York. Um, he's doing all kinds of things up there. But he's
0: he's a lot of fun. He's I'm a gonna, lot of we're fun. We're gonna have a good time talking to him.
1: Yeah, but plus
0: one, he's got plus he's got that East Coast deal, so you know he's gonna tell <laughs> us. You know he's gonna tell us what we're not good at too. So uh, there you go. <laughs> but he's
1: got this. Uh, well, he's got a lot of things going on. You know he brought he brought Division One wrestling up there. He has got two big tournaments, and there's no Division One wrestling teams in his area. But he's also got this international tournament in the spring. We sent some of my guys out there to New York last year. Uh, I want to say he had five other countries coming, and I think this year he's up to like. I don't know, nine or ten. He's got freaking countries kids from countries all over the world coming to wrestle in a youth tournament. I mean that just it doesn't it hasn't happened anywhere else in Wisconsin. Uh oh, Wisconsin. In the United States.
0: Right. I, I tell you what, what was Kerry's last name, by the way?
1: Kerry Regner.
0: Stud man. Yeah, that's Stud. awesome. He's a he's a mover and a shaker, wants what's best for wrestling, motivated, wants to make a real difference, has sound thoughts. A lot like our guest last week, Mr. Storniola. Those angry fish are pretty smart, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, they, they, they're thinking outside the box, that's for Smart sure.
0: fish, you know? They're not like Dory and Nemo.
1: Um, Hey, can I tell you a story? That, I it, can't
0: believe you didn't even laugh at that. Like, it's like... Wow. Well, like,
1: I, I, so, I got this ADHD and I got Asperger's. I got some issues. <laughs> My wife tells me I miss social cues sometimes. <laughs> uh, hey, can I tell you a story that, that's semi-embarrassing? I don't even know that's appropriate, but it's our podcast, so, you know... Can we really get in trouble? I don't think no, so.
0: No. No, let's do it.
1: Okay. Well, he told me about, you know, he was talking about putting up the mats. Did you hear that? Yeah. Well, I so Tommy, I, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I've never drank in my life, Tommy, and right. I haven't done drugs. I've been high one time in my life. <laughs> do you want to hear the story? Yes, I do. Okay. So we move in. So we had mats in my basement in Wisconsin. You know, growing up, I had, I uh-huh. had some mat in my basement. And worked out. And I went to college. And we wanted to put mats up. Well, there was, and in Missouri, I've never seen it somewhere else, but there's like, in a lot of the houses in the basement, there's a a little cement box underneath the garage, you know, so there's Uh not like any, any, no ventilation, no nothing, it's just a room. And so that was the perfect room for a wrestling room, right? And so my dad came down and, you know, we had some friends there and it was kind of like he said, hey, we're just going to put up our own mats, you know? Well, there's four walls, obviously. you got to put up four walls, right? Four wall maps.
0: Of course, yeah. And so... I got them right in my basement for my boys right oh, now. so
1: maybe you, maybe you had the same experience. Well, you and
0: I that. had a little tussle down there. <laughs> yeah. you don't recall. I remember.
1: That was fun. Um, <laughs> you did pretty well. Uh, okay, so we put up the first two. Everything's going well. We put up the third one, right? Uh-huh. And I and I, and I kind of remember this. It's, you know, it's, it's a little foggy, but I just start looking at my dad and start laughing at him. And he's like, what... What's wrong with you? And, I did, and I'm just giggling at him, right? And he's like, oh, my God. You're high from the glue fumes. So he puts these glue fumes everywhere, right? So he's like, he's like you got to get out of here. He's like, go. And um, and he's like – and then he yelled at my mom. He's like, hey, hey, Michelle, go watch him. Don't let him come back in here, you know? And so I like – they made me go on the back deck and I'm like sitting there and I'm like blabbering to my mom about God knows what. And she's like laughing at me because I'm, I'm not making any sense, you know? Uh-huh. And then I got this, and I'm like, forget that. I'm sitting out here. They need, they need my help in there. I need to go help them do this. This is crap. So I remember I stormed back in there. I, I slapped my dad. I steal the, the, the glue roller from him. And then I, <laughs> and then I start laughing at him again. <laughs> what did your dad do? Uh, so then, well, then they kicked me out of they kicked me out again, right? <laughs> and I was like, pissed, because I wanted to help. I, I want to help him. <laughs> I want to get in there and work. So I'm, I'm freaking mad, Tommy. <laughs> and uh so they put me out back and they locked the door so i can't get in right uh-huh and tommy i i like i said i'd never been high i don't do drugs i was so high uh, <laughs> i like i was so i tried walking up this hill and i fell and i i, I was crawling up the hill and i and I, thankfully thank god there was an iphones back then because my brother and his friends would have been taking videos of me. And I remember <laughs> I was just army crawling up this hill, just tearing And I got, like, grass all my face, off my back. And then I remember, like, I was trying to yell at all of them because I was so freaking pissed that they wouldn't let me get on there and help. But it was like nothing was coming out right, you know? And so they're all laughing more. So I just remember I got more mad and more mad and more mad. And then I think I, like, stormed off and went and, like, sat out in the backyard. How long did there. it
0: take you to, when you snapped oh, out of it? go to dude, sleep? It or? was long.
1: Well, then they took me, it was a couple hours, and then they decided to take me to some, another guy, a kid named Jeff Fowles, he was a big fellow champ, take me over to his house, because they wanted to go see him, or whatever, if they were on to dinner, I can't remember, and I remember, I, I, I walked up, and I punched his dad right in the chest. <laughs> And they were all freaking mad at me, and uh, <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So Tommy, it took me like six hours to like Jeez. be normal again, you know. Um,
0: and that's that kept you away from all the bad stuff.
1: That was, and that's the only time in my life I've ever been high. But so, thank you, Matt Glue. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was bad. So that's,
0: uh, that's great. I like it.
1: That's embarrassing. Um, yeah. Okay. So you want to go on there? You want to talk? Come it? Well. That's the only really super embarrassing story I have. Do you have any embarrassing stories you want to tell us?
0: You know, not not along the context of the of the road you just went down. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, maybe I'll come up with one or two here soon. We
1: should ask Carrie about some embarrassing Jake Herbert stories because I know Jake Herbert's done something highly. A Herbert's
0: an angry fish, so yeah, that's three smart guys in a row. Maybe. Well, Herbert, <laughs> we're
1: not so sure. He did graduate yeah. from Northwestern, but we're still on the fence on him. <laughs> Have we had him on our show yet?
0: No, we got to have him on. We him We've on. had Andy on. And Andy
1: Rovett on. Yeah. Get Jake on sometime.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I got to come up with the next guest. You know, I'd like to have Burroughs on. I think he's ready to
1: We already had him on.
0: No. Again? Post Olympics.
1: He'd be our first double dipper.
0: Yeah, he would be our first double dipper, but we're 46 episodes in. Eventually, we start got to start recycling, right?
1: You're right. We got to have someone on again. <laughs>
0: You know, I, I just would like to talk to him about his Olympic, uh, post-Olympic stuff. And I saw him at Bergman's wedding, so I talked to him a little bit. And he just he has a great perspective.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that would be a good guest to have on if, he, uh, if he'd if he like to come on. He might be mad. I heard he was mad at Willie and Christian, though, because they said he was going to retire. Um, and, you know, I talked about saying he was going to retire.
0: Listen, I like Burroughs a lot. But that, that blog.
1: It sounded like he was going to retire. It didn't sound like
0: he was going to retire, but it certainly—that's
1: what it sounded like to me, Tommy.
0: It sounded like we should have a discussion about what he means by his comments. You know,
1: well, we don't all get like, to have discussions with George actually I so actually we just got to read into it.
0: Well, I actually think at the end of the blog, I think he said, "Maybe I'll see you again." I mean, or that's,
1: maybe not.
0: Well, yeah, if or you say maybe, maybe, me, maybe means means either or, right? So,
1: but why did he have to say, "Or maybe not"?
0: Did he say that?
1: I don't know. I could just be making stuff up.
0: <laughs> I'm going to look the book. Now. We're going to call him out on his... Uh... It's
1: a lot more fun to be making stuff up than just it tell the truth. That's, that's for sure. Uh, either way, he left you with a cliffhanger. It wasn't like, I'll be back. I'm going to take a little break. It was like, maybe I'll be back. Like, you know, he could have been more clear about his intentions there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyways, okay, okay here's no. Okay. When you stop seeing gold, you sure. gain the clarity to life's true treasures. Maybe and this, he's speaking to wrestling because it's addressed sure, to rest. Sure, sure. And his last two sentence was, "Maybe I'll see you around, maybe." So,
1: oh, that's questionable. That,
0: that doesn't mean he's retiring. Oh,
1: that's what do you that, mean?
0: Oh no, no, you gotta let me finish, dude. That, that that's that,
1: exactly what it means.
0: It doesn't mean he's retiring. Give me a break. It doesn't mean he's not. So
1: exactly my point.
0: Right. So you I mean, come on, JB. We gotta talk about it a little bit. I mean, that's like that's quite a cliffhanger.
1: Well, yeah, he's the best one of the best American wrestlers of all time, and he's literally leaving us a cliffhanger. Yes, we're gonna talk about it, and yes, we are gonna <laughs> assume the worst.
0: <laughs> no, you just need to boost ratings. You're just gonna cause you're gonna trump out trump. and uh just just create a really big situation. Have
1: you been paying attention to WikiLeaks?
0: I've been paying attention. Oh like, my god! I got I to gotta tell you, man, this 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 election is just it's insane, right? Yeah, bad. It's bad. It's
1: bad. It's real bad. Uh, okay, so okay. we we meant to talk about the NWCAL, NWCA All Star Clinic. Our clinic. You know classic. what I feel and, like right now? I don't you know.
0: know. Well, let's just talk know about those, Trump some more. I don't know. What you know want? those guys on your team where you're like real focused and you're training hard all the time, and you can see that there's this group to the right of you, and and they're just they're just they're, they're like working out but they're just not like totally dialed into the workout. And you're sure, like, you guys, I got you. we're those guys right now, Ben. <laughs>
1: we're not di- we're not dialed in. Is that what you're saying?
0: <laughs> we, yeah, we are those guys we, yeah, right now. We've been now.
1: talking about the Cubs. We're talking about Trump. We're
0: talking we are about those Wicks guys. Wicks. It's like we're on the podcast. We're talking we, about Herbert. We care about, the, I mean, I care about this podcast. I want it to be successful, but am I dialed in right now? Eh, not much.
1: Well, what do you really want to talk about, Tommy.
0: I, I do want to talk about wrestling, actually. I think we should talk about the All-Star Classic. It's coming up November 5th in the in the city of champions, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, seriously, okay,
1: Cleveland's like the dumpiest city in America, and all of a sudden they got the best fighter in the world, Stephen Miocic, and the NBA and possibly Major League Baseball champions. Like, where did that come from?
0: And then even though the Browns are 0-7, some people think they're going to go 9-7 and 7 and make the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, give me a freaking break. <laughs> okay, Tommy, but seriously, dumpiest cities in America – does Cleveland make the list? Top ten. Dumpy city. Dumpy cities 10. over half million.
0: Top ten. Uh, what is what's your definition of dumpy?
1: I don't know. You whatever definition you want. It makes my list. I'll tell you that much for sure.
0: I'll tell you. You take the people out of the cities. Cleveland is absolutely in the top ten. <laughs> Hundred. Was,
1: was that a political answer right there? No, I just that love a, politicians' well, answer.
0: Here, no, here's the thing. I love Cleveland people. They're my favorite people. I have so many great friends from Cleveland. The they they name make Name one, name one. Jay Jaggers. <laughs> it's it, it it, it uh, Jesse Lang.
1: Right now Tom, you're like that guy that says, "I'm not racist. I got black friends." Oh man, I, I, love, like, I love I Cleveland
0: love Cleveland people. I love Cleveland. I I love the people of Cleveland. I Tommy, I mean, they're I I'm not
1: even going to let you in the World Series tomorrow. No, they're, not in, they're not gonna let you in the World Series tomorrow. The people they're are gonna Cle- be like, I listen, listen to your podcast. Here's what I here's what I love about Rollins.
0: Here's yeah. what I love about the people of Cleveland. Okay, let's hear it. They, they they would don't like that I say the city's like dumpy or whatever, but they wouldn't want it to be some Taj Mahal looking thing, Chicago with the fancy lights along Lake Michigan with the clear water. They don't even want that.
1: You're talking about you mean they like plywood over windows or what?
0: They just like <laughs> Cleveland, have you ever read Jay Jagger's article of when uh, LeBron came back in the Cleveland Plain Dealer? He wrote a letter no, to. Remember, a,
1: we talked to him on the on here. He wrote,
0: he wrote an op ed, and it was just amazing. Just Cleveland people go hard. We we win hard. You know, we work hard. They just go. I love the people of. Is, is
1: Lance Palmer the epitome of a Cleveland person?
0: He's he's right up there. You know, Mike Basillo, Jagger's, Jesse Lang, Palmer. You know, I got so many, so many friends from Cleveland. You know, you know my favorite Cleveland person is uh, Jay Jagger's dad. He's the man. He's
1: the best Cleveland
0: person. I just Cleveland people are real. They're real. They're listen. It, it isn't. It is a dumpy city. So I'm like, I'm like slapping Cleveland around and 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 hoisting them up at the same time. You know, but Cleveland people, they're just real. You know, when you get around real people, and yeah, it's like, yeah. and this. Is, well, so well, I don't so, hang out with
1: people who are fake cuz I just I can't handle. Correct.
0: Them. And neither and neither do I, Ben. And so when I'm in when I'm hanging if there's a group of 100 Cleveland people, you know, 92 of them are real people. And that's yes. a pretty high percent, sure. right? Yeah, I can, I you can, did I can, on, guess. you know, any other city, you know, You
1: know where I, I hate Tommy. It's not dumpy, but you you know you talking about Cleve- real Cleveland people. South Florida Everyone wants to drive a fancy car and wear fancy yeah, clothes and real. act all tough. Yeah, it's the L.A., it's the Los Angeles, sure, Los Angeles. I got, I got you there. No thanks.
0: Yeah, it's like no thanks. Yeah. So Vegas. anyways, I love Cleveland, but yeah, the city, you know, hey, it's got to get better. Well, you know, Le- LeBron has that show. What's that show? He's got Cleveland Hustles
1: where he's helping out entrepreneurs. It's kind of like a Shark Tank-ish type of deal where he's right. helping out entrepreneurs. So who knows? Maybe – uh, LeBron will lead to the revitalization of, of the town of Cleveland. I mean, they need it.
2: And did you hear? Did, you, wait, I mean, did list, you hear how many list, people he said in a it's, college? It's
0: not. It's not exactly the appropriate time to say Cleveland needs anything because they're just crushing it right now, Ben. No, they're, they're absolutely just, crushing. it. They need
1: less plywood on their windows of their buildings. Say that much. I don't
0: know. You know, they got some good areas. You know, that <laughs> West Fourth, that West Fourth Street area. I think it's West Fourth. Just the whole. Where the where the Quicken loans arena and progressive field are they got some nice bars and restaurants it's sure it's Wait, coming around
1: hey how many people how many kids is LeBron sending to college it's something ridiculous
0: Uh it's it's over a thousand I know he's pledged a lot of money I mean the, yeah LeBron for, for being awesome. a prof, for being a professional athlete 41 you know, million
1: 1100 kids I just googled it
0: yeah for being a professional athlete LeBron is a pretty real guy. It, it, He's from you Cleveland. Know
1: what, what do you expect? The real. Well, people. you know,
0: you know what's. You know, I hated it when he left, and I'm not even a Cleveland fan per se. Yeah, uh, I want them to win, but it's just not right for me to say that I'm a Cleveland fan, even though I cheer for them. Yeah, but when he left, I was angry. But if you look at his story, the fact that he left for reasons that had to do with himself shows a lot of the personal struggle that people go with 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 doing what's best for you versus what's best for the people around you or the community you're involved in and how that's a struggle. That's a yeah. battle. Yeah. And then he, he was drawn back to the place. You know, it's just, it's just a good story. Anyways, I didn't plan on us. This wasn't on our agenda to talk about Cleveland this week. But um, one of my favorite cities in the world. But when people say, you know, it's not a fun place to visit, I, I, don't, I can't disagree. You know what I mean? Sure. Anyways, where are we going? <laughs> uh,
1: what, t- what town's next? Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's well, really revitalized itself. The downtown was kind of happening when I was there this summer.
0: The, the whole rust belt's just I can it, well it's, that's it has a lot to do with the election. The whole rust belt is neglected. So, yeah. you know, we're um, taking jobs to China. China. China is where yeah. all of the, these jobs are going you need and these so imp- rust-
1: import tariffs or something
0: keep them here. Yeah. Anyways. Okay,
1: let's go on to something we actually have expertise in, which is wrestling. NWCA right. All-Star Clinic. Tommy, I'm gonna, you know, we kind of got distracted, but I wanted to talk about this. I, I am highly disappointed, Tommy, because when I look at this list of NWCA All-Star Classic matches, which is supposed to be a, a you know, a, a spectacular event, there's literally one match I'm excited about. There's one. I mean, most of these matches, I'm like, eh, seeing that, eh, that's not that good.
0: Is that the NWCA's fault? And,
1: yeah, a little bit. And there, there's, there's actually three, there's three Come on. guys on there. So don't get, go
0: against the establishment without backing it up. Why um, is it NWCA's fault? Well, uh,
1: honestly, if you can't, you if you don't can't want provide the one matches, one
0: then, uh, well, two things I would say. Number one, if you can't provide the matches,
1: you, you almost got to just say, well, okay, we're not doing the event. I mean, if you can't put the, it's kind of like how Willie Saylor does it at Who's Number One. And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm giving Willie a lot of credit here. But, you know, I think we talked about this. He only puts on 9 or 10 matches, and there's 14 high school weights because he thinks if he can't get a match that's the right caliber, they're just not going to do that match. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that NWC could, number one, get more creative. And they actually did this two years ago. Remember they wrestled uh, – Steber, bumped up and wrestled – who do you wrestle? Maple maybe? Bumped up and wrestled oh, Maple. Yeah. Um, but th- I think they could get more creative with interweight matches. Uh, You know, that would be a possibility. Uh, but, yeah, like, you know, Dean versus Miles Martin is the only one I'm like, wow, I really want to see that. But, like, Far versus Harner. Um, at one he said it's Cam DeSar versus Joey LaValle. I mean, it's a Missouri guy. I love that. But those guys aren't that highly ranked. Mays versus Kalaka, They just wrestled twice at the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, Zane Richard versus Montoya. This, you know This is not that exciting. Like, let's do some cross plate matches. Let's do some matches we're not going to see. I You know, I don't know that they can do this, but maybe let's throw in a Mark Hall in there since he's a red shirt. I bet he could probably compete in something like this because it's not a team type of event, you know.
0: You know, so, Ben, you're making you're making sense, man. You, you're slinging it. You're you're spitting some game at the end. You're making some sense. I like it.
1: So yeah, let's let's do matches like that because frankly, this is a this is an event that does not count on anyone's record. It doesn't count. Um, so let's just put together the best matches we can. If we gotta get creative, we gotta, if you know, if you gotta bump up, uh, Nolf to someone against 65 to get him a good match, bump that up. And, um, you know, may, who knows? I, you know, I don't see any Penn State guys on here, so maybe, maybe Penn State said we're not taking part and that's a huge part of the issue. But then, then that's what the NWCA's gotta put pressure on. Frankly, I'd call, i maybe even go Dana, not that I love Dana White, but I might go Dana White and just say, Kale's a chicken, he won't send any guys to the NWCA. <laughs> <You know. laughs> I I don't know that's the case. I just fabricated that, but it could be the case because there's no Penn State guys here, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so I I think you've got to do something because there's only so many stars in college wrestling. There's only a handful of them, right? Yeah. And so when you're getting like Bryce Meredith versus Anthony astronaut, like, eh, it's gonna be a decent match.
0: I know yeah. you're making sense, man. I I just think that there is some accountability to. The the length of the season, the fact that the coaches don't want to put their guys out there, you know, it's tough. You don't well, have an don't all-star. Don't do the
1: event. Then don't do it.
0: But it, I agree. But, you know, we the senior bowl and college senior bowl is extremely anticlimactic in the sport of football. I don't even think there's a basketball all-star game. If there is, I don't know about it. It's just, I don't think there is. It's hard to construct. So yeah. it's really hard to construct. But I do agree with you that it could be better. We could be doing some. Creative things. Get a big time red shirt, fresh red shirt out there against a, get a number one guy.
1: guy. Why couldn't you get a post collegiate guy if you had to?
0: That might be allowable too. Um, be you can do a lot of fun things. Hey, I gotta tell you though, what gate Dean versus Miles Martin? That's a fun uh, one. That's, that's, that's a fun, fun one. Congrats that's on. a really fun one. I watched Miles Martin in the wrestle offs last week at Ohio State. Dude Man, is the he's dude. Good? Oh, he's he's vastly improved. Well,
1: that's good because he wanted even
0: he's even vastly improved from some of the freestyle matches he had in the spring. Sure, Um, he he physically looks different. Um, He just looks like a true blue, absolute eighty-four pounder.
1: He he had a big frame. He's tall, like what six? You know the
0: the thing I love about him. I I liked him even when he was ranked, you know, thirteenth in the country. You know, with two weeks ago in the season, he can score. Yeah, and. And I and I don't mean like I mean that guy can go get points on almost every wrestler in the world in my opinion. Now, yeah. he's got holes when I'm and I'm talking about holes like at the Olympic level. Uh-huh. But you you put him on the mat with basically everyone besides Sadulayev at that weight, he can go get points.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I can't disagree with that one at all and you're you're right. I would have said, you know, if you would ask me, I'd say he's got some holes. He's not a He's not a fantastic mat wrestler. He's solid, but not great. Uh, right. So, how do you see this match with him and Gabe Dean going?
0: So, I watched Miles Martin very closely at the wrestle off, um, and thought a lot about when while he was rest, while he was mowing down the guy he was wrestling. Thought a lot about Gabe Dean, and I think there's two things that I think I think Gabe Dean's got the upper hand right now um, in okay. the month of you know late October, November. So, sure. I'm just gonna I don't want to be too anticlimactic. I'm gonna take Dean in this match. But it's it's already close enough to me where I could see Miles Martin improving. He's got a little bit better upside over the next four months than Gabe Dean does. I think he's got a longer runway, so to speak. And the two areas, if I was coaching Miles Martin, that I would work on to beat Gabe Dean for the rest of the year is um, two areas: one, clearing ties, and yep. two, leg attack defense. Yeah. As it relates to Miles Martin's style and what Gabe Dean's good at, I think those are the two areas Miles Martin's got to improve in to to beat Dean. And I'm a Buckeye. I'm a Homer. I look at things through scarlet colored glasses, uh, but I also like this kid a lot, and I think he's going to pull it out in March.
1: Well, D- Dean's. Um,
0: I really for, do. For I think as, he's going to pull as, it out in March.
1: For as good as Gabe Dean is, uh, you know, he, he's strong on the bottom. You're probably not going to ride him, but he's not going to get reversal or you know he's not going to do anything yeah. dangerous. He'll get his one point. And on top, he's not really like a pinner, or you know, you know he'll ride you tough, but he's not going to do he's anything. Just really he's just really solid. He's really solid. So I he's mean, very if you get your one and give your one there, that's kind of even. So you essentially you got to beat him on the feet, which is, I think kind of what you were alluding to there. Um, but it's the, I, you know, he he's lost what twice last year, and then twice as a sophomore. Even though he really won the NCAA title both years, so he's definitely vulnerable to an upset. Um, so you know, I think this match could go either way,
0: even on November fifth.
1: Even on November, uh, I would say more. I mean, the the his sophomore he lost early twice.
0: Yeah, I, I could see it going either way on November fifth. I guess I just feel like Martin has a little bit more inconsistency. Not a little bit more. He just flat out has some more inconsistency within every match that he wrestles more than Dean. Dean's more close to the vest. You know, not going to take uh, many, you know, risks or chances, and is more disciplined in his approach. But you know, Martin has just—he can score on anybody. Yeah, I, I just—I—you I, put him on the mat against pretty much anybody, and I'm like, that dude can go get a takedown. Sure. And so it's hard to bet against someone like that, you know.
1: Sure. Well, the, the only other match on this card that I'm really that excited about is Daniel Lewis versus Isaac Jordan. Um, oh yeah, being That'll that be they great. were what se- they were second and fourth last year, so I uh, Daniel lost to Deeringer and Bo Jordan. Um, Isaac obviously lost to Alex Deeringer, beat his cousin Bo. Uh, but they're they're actually kind of similar styles. They're not dynamic on their feet, and they both they both flourish on the mat. They're both really tough on top. Um,
0: so tough that, on top in different ways. You're right in
1: different ways, and definitely in different ways. Um, Jordan's more basic, simple on top, and Daniels.
0: Well, uh, uh, yeah, he's more more of like I got to get my riding time point good right. on. top. And but he
1: doesn't let guys go easy. I mean, he's he's uh, he is definitely tough to get away from.
0: Right, no doubt, no That's doubt for sure.
1: So. Um, yeah, but then besides that and nothing else, you know, if you could speaking a- of,
0: speaking of Cleveland, which I gave a, a backhanded compliment to, and I feel bad about it because I just I that's really where, love it.
1: that's where the All Star is.
0: I love Cleveland. It's in Cleveland, yes, and I think they're going to turn out for this. Who- I think Cleveland is going to turn out for this match. Who's
1: a Cleveland guy on this roster?
0: Well, you Ty got Ty
1: Kalika,
0: right? Kalika uh, is from Solon, which is a Cleveland suburb. You got Ty Walls, um, who went to Saint Ed's. Where's the roster, Ben? I'm just trying. Uh, to – Richards, top.
1: Montoya, they're not Ohio. Meredith, Ashnell, not Ohio. Mays is not. Cam Tassari, I believe, is.
0: Uh, yeah, Cam Tassari is a Monroeville boy. Uh, like um,
1: Isaac Jordan, he, that's St. Paris. That's not. That's not. That's not. Cleveland. That's Ohio, though. That's Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. So you got um, Walls because Far and Hunter are from Cleveland. Read me
0: some more names. we well, got Miles Martin who goes to Ohio State, which is an att- sure. it attracts people to the match. Yeah. Uh, who else could
1: do? Who, who's who's this? Who else could? I mean, how come Dean Heil's not in this? I mean, that's a Cleveland boy right there. St. Ed's the national champ. I
0: don't know. you might want to talk to John.
1: Damn it, John! Start sending someone to the All Star Classic. <laughs> I'm coming down there and tie you up. <laughs> that's what Mark Mike Moyer called. It. Well, cuz in here, so why can't freaking Dean Heil be in here too?
0: That's a good question. I don't know.
1: Who else I you got in Cleveland right now?
0: Cleveland, Cleveland City of cleveland hold on a second i'm trying to look at the ncaa rankings can't find them here uh. Huh?
1: well and how come they how come they haven't announced the 125 matchup i mean we're less than two weeks away from the snow what's the deal here tommy
0: i don't know who could they have you know it stinks that Tomasello's recovering from surgery because Tomasello's a cleveland boy
1: yeah, he's he he should be in here.
0: National champ. Well, yeah, but he's just legitimately uh, he's recovering from the the surgery. So Ooh, okay, so-
1: th- name me a match. Name me a match. Obviously, besides Snyder versus Cox, that would be outstanding. That you would have liked to see. Cross weight, obviously within reason. You know, I don't think people's going to bump two weight classes, but you know, within one weight class, Thomasello
0: a- and Gilman would have brought people in the stands, being in Cleveland. Okay, Tomasello and Gilman would have would have attracted people to the match. Um, I would say Mark Hall versus anybody who would that, be a good match for Mark Hall. Well, uh, I mean the
1: obvious is Isaiah Martinez, and that's the obvious one.
0: Yep, that would have been a huge draw. Uh, I, I think
1: you could go um, Bojo and IMR two would be a big draw in that area.
0: Uh, Bojo and uh, Valencia.
1: Bojo and Valencia. be a big I think draw. people
0: in Ohio are knowledgeable to that deal. Um,
1: Bojo versus Nickel. Who you got there?
0: I got Bojo. Really? Yeah, he, I got I, Bojo.
1: Wow, because Nickel's going to have some size on him.
0: Ah, I don't think so. I saw Bojo watching wrestle offs, and oh, he's, he's big. Oh my god! Yeah, he's really. Yeah, he's massive. I think I he's. A I saw
1: him this summer when I was down by you guys. He didn't look that big.
0: He looks like a hollow man, Ben. I man. mean, I, I, yeah, man. he's a hollow man. Huh. Um, and about, again, uh, okay. I'm a diehard Buckeye fan, though, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. <laughs>
1: how about uh, how about Nolf versus Isaac Jordan?
0: Nolf, eh, well, yeah, that would who be good. For, who do I got there? Yeah. I got Nolf. Uh,
1: Nolf versus Rutherford.
0: Ooh.
1: Ooh.
0: Ooh. Man, I think I would take Rutherford. Really? Yeah, but there's a, you Ooh, know,
1: that's a tough one. That's the match think, we want to see.
0: If they Where were we the going? same, you know, I think, yeah, I don't know, because if they're the same weight, I'd take Rutherford. But, yeah, that's I mean, weight matters, you know, at yeah. that level. Um, uh, and um, then, obviously, Gabe Dean and Miles Martin is, is on the list, that's and that's one that we actually get to see. Cox and Snyder would blow the roof off the place.
1: Yeah, that, would, that really would.
0: Um, That'd be the one.
1: I you know Cox versus Dean is an interesting match to me too. Obviously, Jaden's got the weight advantage, but you know they're both two-time NCAA champions. I think it'd be a fun match.
0: Yeah, Bo Nickel versus Bo Jordan.
1: That's a uh, fun one.
0: The battle of the bow. Um, you know, what? Be- I
1: I would have really I, I might be biased here, but I really would have liked to see LeVon Mayes versus either Sorensen or Rutherford because he didn't get, he didn't get to, he lost to Collica. In the in the early part of the tournament, bullshit calls, and then he beat him in the third place match. So he didn't get the Rutherford or or Sorensen. I think those would uh, those would be a lot a lot of fun to watch.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, we could put together a good all star meet if everybody listened to us.
1: <laughs> there we go. Maybe we should put together our own all star meet. Can we? Is that even legal?
0: T row and Funky All Star Meet, sponsored by Rudis.
1: <laughs> there we go.
0: I'm in on that.
1: Let's do it. I would like to match up some post grads. You know, it was always fun back in the day, and I was David Taylor did it last year. But uh, when the post grads would wrestle in the Midlands, that was always a lot of fun.
0: Maybe me and you should start. Well, I would I would have to start training last year, but maybe <laughs> maybe I should we should me and you should enter in the Midlands. Okay,
1: you know, Tommy, I'm going to tell you something. I'm, gonna, I, I'm never. Maybe gonna, maybe if wait. we can,
0: if we can get if we can get. 20,000 people to retweet from our account then maybe I'll wrestle in the midlands. Okay. I, I,
1: and I, I well, I'm just going to I'm going to top you Tommy.
0: Okay, what I, are you going to I have
1: always wanted to put together a mercenary army that would go win the midlands. Right? We just so why we don't hire we, why people. Don't we, we pay people? people.
0: Why don't we have ex-wrestlers email us see if they want to be on our midlands team? Yeah. dude, I got to start training like now if this is going to happen? Oh, we
1: can't do it in December, it have to be next year. It would happen. I get. gotta fight this. I'm
0: 35, yeah. right, now. I'll be 36 the next yeah. minute. It could be ugly.
1: It could be ugly, but you know, I think we could put together a team that would that would win it. How fun would that be? To well, that's a true. A team I mean, winning? that is
0: true. I think we could put together a team that would beat another college team. I just no it,
1: all college teams there.
0: Yeah, the team, all college team, teams. Team, yeah, Row and Funky. I I'd, I'd do it. Who I'd who are do- you
1: gonna recruit? Who can we get? Who uh, would actually do this?
0: Does, this? does this mean I have to wrestle the heavyweight I weight mean, class? I don't,
1: I don't know unless you can find heavyweight a heavyweight to replace yourself. Well, Trevelli ain't wrestling because he's hurt, so he, and he's coaching. You could be manager slash player.
0: I ha- oh god, so I, I
1: I don't know if I can make 74. Are you going
0: seventy four or sixty five?
1: No, sixty five. Are you on drugs?
0: <laughs>
1: you Can't make sixty five for God's sake. I'll, you know on, what? I'll go on a diet. Pain. I'll go on diet. I'm on paint. <laughs> uh, no, MacLoo, MacLoo. Glue, <laughs> um, <Mac-lu>, sorry. <laughs> I'll I'll go on a diet and uh, go 74. You know, I I know I could talk Max into wrestling 84. He's pretty lean right now. Um, and then if it's next year, maybe we get Jaden to wrestle 97 or Jake Herbert. I got almost our our top. Snyder line to go up.
0: heavyweight. If, you know.
1: Oh, you're talking yourself. No, he'll still, be at, he'll still be at Ohio State.
0: I mean, I'll do heavyweight. I guess. Okay. This is this. So this what is place the 20, do I have to get? What place would you be okay with me getting? Would I have to win it?
1: No, probably top five. I can do that. Okay, who are we getting it for the little guys?
0: Oh, man. Um, mm. Gene Mills.
1: Gene, he's too old. He can't wrestle. <laughs> he's done. Stick a fork in him.
0: Uh, Abbas. We'll get Abbas.
1: Oh, you think he would do it? You know who I'd, I would like to have uh, on my team? I'd like to have Nick Simmons. I don't know I'm, if he'd do it or I'm, not.
0: Simmons would probably go, but he wouldn't go twenty five.
1: Thirty, he could probably go thirty three. He's still. He's you think would go
0: thirty three for twenty five for a Christmas tournament?
1: Oh God, no! I don't think he can make it. I don't think he would. Either. We need someone really small. Maybe Obi Blanc down there at NC State. He's he's still pretty lean. He's I think, down. Yeah, I, I think he. You know, he's he'll be up there coaching. I think we could probably talk him into it. So we got Obi Blanc, Nick Simmons. I don't think those guys like each other. I think they had they had some heat back in the day. Okay. Uh, we'll tell him. The Obi's at twenty five, we'll Simmons at thirty-three.
0: Bees. Who's our forty one?
1: Uh Jay, can Jaggers make forty one.
0: <laughs> no. He can't. Stever. <laughs> Stever. You know, they're he's too young. We need like a real Oh, a it's
1: team. got to, it can only be old old guys.
0: We need a team where people are like, dude, that's freaking hilarious. Okay. Max is uh
1: so Max is class of twenty ten.
0: He's he's, right? he's he's old enough.
1: So let's go class of twenty ten and before. So cause okay. we, who else we got So uh, how about Jason Welch? How old is he?
0: Either way, he's like an appropriate character. Yeah, he's good.
1: So he's our 57 or 65.
0: No, we could get Jared Lawrence to come out. I don't know.
1: You think he would do it?
0: Would Poeta do it?
1: Oh, I bet Poeta could be 65 and Welch could be 57.
0: Okay. I think we could swing that. Well, Lawrence won't go 49. I know that.
1: So we need a 41 and a 49. Who can we get?
0: Uh, 41, 41.
1: This is, th- this is getting tough. We have only two weights left. Metcalf. Can we get Metcalf? He probably wouldn't wrestle for us.
0: I think he might do it.
1: How about Franklin Gomez? How
0: he about can't. Humphrey?
1: Reese Humphrey. He's old enough, right?
0: Reese would do it. Reese would do it. Well, wait, would he be? We'll suck 49? him down to 41, really ruin his Christmas.
1: But he ain't cutting. We do have to pay these dudes. Are they ain't cutting weight.
0: No, how about this? What? We only, we only pay for your travel because we just want people that want to have fun.
1: But we gotta have people that want to win too, not just fun. We gotta smash some young well, punks. Yeah, of course, yeah. Rub, I mean, rub the young punks' face in the mail. The other thing
0: is, like, I, I just—if I really did this, I would need 12 months, and 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 I just really would expect to win. So, so are we committing Can to this? Not? Are we
1: committing to this right now, 2017? Oh God,
0: I don't know about that. Team,
1: team t row and Funky winning. Can we be sponsored? Can de- well, Defense Soaps and Rudis
0: sponsor us? I think they might. Get a singlet yeah, yeah. and warm-up. I know gym. a guy or two at Rudis.
1: Could you, you get a warm-up shorts, T-shirt?
0: Yeah, Rudis will absolutely do the uniforms for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Defense, yeah. Um,
1: I'd really, uh, I, I would legitimately have to go on a diet to make 174 on, would a, on a one-hour weigh I could make I would, it easy.
0: I with, would legitimately need to adjust my lifestyle in an extremely drastic way.
1: Might be good for you. <laughs> Wrestle with Snyder twice a week. Twice.
0: A I'm week. not wrestling with Snyder. Twice probably, a week. You know, it would probably be smart for me to not get on the mats for two months and just run and lift for two months. Maybe
1: you could get JD to take your place at heavyweight.
0: Yeah. Her,
1: I think Herbert would wrestle 97 for us.
0: Herbert would do it, and he'd be great. Rovat would get in the in the mix on that. Oh, you
1: think he would? Yeah. But, but we don't need two 97s. Yeah, we don't. We don't need two
0: 97s. 41 and 49 is going to be tough. Well, you we got Humphrey. He'd probably go forty nine. I don't think he'd go forty one. Okay. Although he, Hold is, on. I think he's sucking down for that that uh, Bill Farrell trial.
1: I thought he was retired.
0: I saw him on Facebook. It looked like he was cutting weight, either that or he was sick or something.
1: <laughs> really? No, he just lean. He likes staying lean. Uh, I mean, I just thought, I, I I think he might be too serious of a character uh, to have on there. Let's see who else could we get here. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm looking back through all brackets now, figuring out who we get. What about Lance Palmer? He would probably do it at 49. He would
0: get in there. That'd you be think fun. So, yeah. All right. Hey, you think Chael
1: Sonnen would wrestle? Team. I think Chael'd be the coach.
0: All right, let's get him to be coach. Who else do we got in there? We should get Stepe to be a coach and really just draw a crowd. You know. There we go. Cleveland Daniel, State Daniel alone. Daniel
1: Cormier would come.
0: He would do it. He yeah. would do it.
1: We might get Daniel. He might take your spot at heavyweight.
0: Okay, I'm in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, all right, Tommy, we're having too much fun. I think we need to wrap this show. Um, so you have a good night. And uh, all right. Tommy, you got 14 months to get ready. All right, sounds good,
0: man. Have a good night. All right, see you, bud. See you. You are listening to the T. and Funky Show, brought to you by Defense Soap. Defend what you have built.